In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This week on The Bachelor, it's hometown week on The Bachelor, sort of, as families come to meet Matt. Then, Michelle scores points with Matt while Rachel fails to stick the landing. Plus, Serena sends Matt packing on his own show. Will he ever recover? All that and more. It's the most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay Eric City. I'm back Gary Bradshaw. And I'm Jared Freed. And we are back for our hometowns episode today. Um, but first, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. We're giving you um, live tweeting and memes and everything all week, keeping you guys in the loop on what's going on in Bachelor Nation. We also have our Bachelor Breakdown, which is our newsletter, which gets into even more detail. We feature a lot of your guys' stuff, uh, memes and everything. So make sure you subscribe to that at Betches.co slash bachelor breakdown um okay so matt made a post yesterday we finally heard from matt what do you guys think what you did you see it yeah yeah yes of course okay so matt made a post yesterday um basically you know talking about chris harrison and rachel kirkconnell's um whole debacle the past couple of weeks and um you know this i feel like is a different side of matt that we haven't really seen he hasn't really talked about a lot of this and um you know he finally made his statement talking about how he was disappointed in all of this and um he also said at the end that there were he'd be talking about this more later so i'm really interested to see um if this is going to be something that he talks about after the final rose when chris isn't there or what i feel like yeah, we'll have to see. I, it's so hard not knowing who wins because I think that'll obviously determine what he talks about. But yeah, I'm also like interested to see who will be at the um, after the final rose because I feel like whoever is hosting that will be the one that like really carries that conversation along. Yeah, I I think like with all of this stuff, it it's like a it's like there's like three sides to it. It's like what you can say, what you want to say, and what you have to say. And Matt James seems to be in the, I I want to say something. I can't say everything because of contracts and because of the nature of, you know, everything that I signed with this show and you can't just give away things. And I have to say something because this story has become bigger than the season. There are people, you know, what happens with The Bachelor with a story like this is when a story gets big, it becomes, you know, it, it, it's the thing that someone who doesn't watch the show goes, did you hear? You know, so like now he has to address it, but he's in this really kind of like unenviable spot of having mm. to be political somewhat when it's like, I'm sure this is personal. I'm sure it's, he's hurt. I'm sure there's more he wants to say. But just like you guys said, like, we got to wait it out, you know? Yeah, I agree with Jared. I think like it's going to be an after the final rose like no other. I guess we'll we'll find out in due time. I'm also kind of surprised at how long it took him to say something because this is a week, almost two after Rachel Kirkconnell's and uh, Chris Harrison. So it's like I wonder why it took so long, but it's probably because, you know, 50 people from ABC and all these different places had to read his one statement and make sure there was nothing crazy yeah. in it. And <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. And, and I think like totally like he, all of them have to read the statement and like also like, you know, Matt James has the Matt James business that he wants to make sure does well after the show. So that and all of them do like Chris Harris, they're all like, they're out, you know, they're out for themselves in a, in a little piece, just like all of us are with anything that we do, you know? So he's got to make sure that like he, he's tiptoeing 
you know, a, a million different things right now, it seems like. Yeah, I feel like bachelor people are the perfect uh, example of like sitting on a fence. And I mean, obviously, in recent years, they've tried to change that. But it's like, you know, it, remember in the office, that episode where like Dwight's like, I'm perfect at sitting on a fence. Like, I'll believe whatever you it, it whatever you want me to say and believe. Like, I feel like that's kind of how everyone from the franchise is. So I don't know. We'll see how this after the final rose goes. Also, I think the women tell all is going to be amazing. But oh, for, yeah, we'll get yeah. into the women tell all because <laughs> I am. I've probably never been more excited about anything in my life. Um, but OK, so this episode was hometowns. They start off the episode. Matt's getting grilled by the purest people alive when he meets Michelle's students. That was so cute. I can't wait to talk about that. Um, Rachel has a bumpy date. Literally, Bree's mom finally gives us the shady, protective energy we've been craving. Serena brags about being from Canada over enough food to feed an entire country. And Matt can't hide his disappointment when things don't go his way, like most of us, a.k.a. me. So um, <laughs> let's name that episode. What did you guys name this episode? So I see what you went with, Kay. And I was like, obviously, that's an amazing name. Um so I like that. But anyway, mine is roses are red. Serena is blue. Um, I wanted it to also be roses are red. Matt's balls are blue. But I'm going to save that for next next episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I had uh, like Rachel, Matt is falling. Literally. Uh, literally. He mm. is only he will never say he's in love. He is just in the falling. zone of falling. We don't know what that means. No one questions him on it. He's mm -hmm. just falling. And falling. I think, yeah, it, but we'll probably get to that later. Go ahead, Kay. So I had two different ones that I couldn't choose from. Um, the first one, honestly, I saw this on Twitter and it has been like the... <laughs> the funniest slash fucked up joke <laughs> but um get out part uh get out nemacolin or breeze mom for bachelorette we're gonna I talk love, about breeze mom but god i, I love, love breeze mom because i also uh, was texting with dana last night um who writes the bachelor breakdown um during the episode and sent her the uh exact screenshot that has gone viral of um the scene from get out when they're driving to her parents house and i'm like wow they really didn't think this through when it was rachel and matt like in the car driving and she kept being like i have so many surprises for you and it was just like uh, well the great. best part is that they didn't know at the time obviously yeah, but, but it just it was really um it's a do you, do you think that the like the producers like these stories come out about Rachel and they're like is, is there one moment where one of them's like oh my god we had them driving through the woods it's it's literally like like it's just so, like do they does any of them think that or do you think the memers are kind of ahead of them do you think I they ever have that moment there's got to be a, 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 someone on that production team that once this news broke was like, oh, shit, this is going to be ironic. Yeah, um, especially because like, um, you know, if people are memeing about it and making those jokes, if one person has thought about it, you know, other people have. Sure. So it's like it's definitely but I don't think they knew at the time. People were sending it to me a lot and I was just like, yeah, I don't know what the... If this is like, just like you said, Kay, I was like, this seems fucked up. Like, I, it's I don't fucked know. Up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just don't know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like a, a level of fucked up, but also, um, <laughs> there, it is like funny watching that, seeing the, um, you know, what's happening in reality and like having to relate it back. And it just so happens to, um, obviously not go together because that's not what actually is happening, but you know, um, all of those things coming together at one time. Um, but okay, so we have our uh, first date one on one with Michelle. We meet her parents and her students. And man, he walked in, they walked into that uh, like auditorium or whatever. And when I saw those students, I'm not really like a kid's person, but I got a little emotional. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I am a kid person. Like, I, I, I like kids for the most part. 
my whole thing was like me imagining as a kid going home to my parents and being like, I need you to sign this permission slip so that I can appear on The Bachelor. Because <laughs> my parents would be like, what the fuck kind of school am I sending you to? Absolutely in no world are you appearing on reality television. Um, you can tell I love the kids were like grilling him with questions that I mean, better interviewers than Chris Harrison. Most of those children. I know yeah, they, 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 um, they definitely didn't. Well, I mean, Matt couldn't even handle their questions. Facts. Like, he couldn't, <laughs> he could barely answer those questions, which makes me think it's like, Oh God, what happens? Like, you know, when we get down to the serious stuff, uh, here in the next couple of weeks, like what's, how's he going to answer those? I felt like it was a precursor for the rest of the episode for the way he met the parents, but, we can we'll talk about that as we get further along yeah it just i the, the the thing about the kids is like it's so funny to watch these little kids like again from from the mouths of babes you know like they he's like have you kissed yet and he's like <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know her middle name like it's just like he never really like like it just like he's laughing over it and the kids are acting like are just act, asking such innocent smart like well thought out questions and it's like i mean again we can keep pushing it off but matt james it, it's like it kind of felt like you're like he could have been one of the kids in the class like the maturity level yeah. between michelle and him where like michelle's there like let me introduce you to my life the kids i teach and it's like i it was interesting just to see him in that dynamic of like he's shrinking a little bit and I think it, it's not about him personally. I don't mean that as like him as a person, but I do think like he's shrinking to the idea of like, and we're in a relationship, man. Like, you know, like, and I, mm -hmm. I think also that's like 25 year olds. Like how old's Matt James? He's 29, 29. I think yeah, 29. Like the idea of like being in these casual non relationship relationships, like, Matt's in that era. Like all of us are somewhat in that era of like, you didn't have the high school sweetheart. You just had like these like flimsy things that you could kind of like laugh your way through. And like Matt's kind of seeing like, no, Michelle's here for like, here's the classroom. You're meeting kids. Like it yeah. was just, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. I think Michelle is just too good for the whole franchise, to be honest. Like I'm like, she's like a very down to earth kind seeming person with so much i i just feel worried for her i'm like don't let this <laughs> world ruin you um and then even when we meet her parents i'm like her parents are also just like so sweet and kind and amazing um yeah so. i really love i really loved michelle's parents and i i stand by this i felt this like when they first went on their first one-on-one -on -one date i think michelle is um the perfect kind of uh woman for matt i think she's a fun they are into the same things we saw the bloopers at the end of the episode you know when they were riding that bike when they were riding their bikes and um you know he falls off and they had this like really pure moment where like uh clearly they weren't putting this in the actual episode but um you just saw their relationship and i think uh you know michelle's parents were very sweet about everything and they were like you know what if this is who you want to be with he's part of our family and um i i really enjoyed their date it was a very easy date for him because i think as we go things got a little bit more uh difficult and then you know easier towards the end so i did have the the question though with michelle's parents um when they were like is this what happened it's like because of what happened to you two years ago. What happened to her? Do we know? Yeah, they didn't talk about it. Well, that's a that's a thing that kind of that happened also for Serena. And it's like, again, th these are one of those topics that you're like, I hope it's not a horrible thing. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I, 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 you know, like all of us are sitting here being like, I hope Michelle didn't go through like the worst thing we can imagine. But like on the on the spectrum of like what it could be like are they just talking about a breakup like Serena P and her conversation they're like you went through a tough breakup before and it's like she's 23 you're going to go through tough breakups like like, like I, I kept watching only, this 
She's like 22. She's not even 23, which is crazy. Yeah, she's very, very young. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, what was these relationships? Were they horrific? And uh, of course, like, we don't want that to happen. Or was it like you broke up with someone that you thought was going to be your boyfriend who was going to be your husband? Like, I I wish we knew to be able to... More context. Like, because like, you know, you, you watch this as someone who's like, you know, if we've all been in relationships before. You're thinking of like, are exes going to their parents being like, you really dealt with something that Jared loser, you know, like, is that something that would get brought up? Did, do you ever have that thought? <laughs> That's I think that all the time, because I mean, I just don't come from a family where I would be like, so that guy that I was having sex with stopped texting me back. Like, <laughs> we do not like my dad's like what's wrong nothing like like the answer is always nothing and the yeah. same how was it's- school today good <laughs> fine nothing happened everything was fine <laughs> yeah if i totally agree with you like the idea of like i like if i if i went through a breakup i'd be like yeah you know live and learn like like are, yeah. are we are we dealing with like their college sweetheart or are we dealing with you know, again, context is needed because I don't want to get into a subject that like I find out later, like, oh, she was, you know, it was horrible. You know, there were charges yeah. pressed. I don't know. But I'm saying if it's not, I'm like, man, I don't want to see any of my exes on any of these shows. No, <laughs> like, because then it's like, oh, fuck, what are they going to say about me? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't think we broke up that bad. It's like, didn't you break yeah. up with me? <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what I kept thinking. Yeah, I do feel people on the show are just like a little more in touch with being able to talk about that stuff. So mm-hmm. I guess that's why they come from families. Because even like people from that the show that I know, like in real life, it, it's the same thing. Where I'm like, "Hey, what's up? How are you?" Expecting like a not much. How are you? And then like they'll launch into what's actually going on, and I'm like, "Okay, I guess oh. we're doing this." Uh, <laughs> but I think it's just fun. Yeah, not the response you ever want. (laughs) Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Well, they move on to the date with Rachel and, you know, of course she picks him him up in like an insane car. We talked about this blindfolded him and then they're going, wait, hold on, hold on. What happened? There must be a bug above her desk. I literally thought lava was taking over the city of L.A. Like I had a moment <laughs> like I thought I was going to look up in the sky and there was going to be aliens in the sky. I was like, fuck, she didn't hit record or something. <laughs> was it a spider? Or a I had to kill the shit out of a spider. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> OK, where were you? I'm really sorry. I'm sweating. Is this is there is Nima Collin known for classic cars or something? Is there a like car, is there a classic car garage? How hasn't that been a date? Like, are, are, have we done? Is there well, they like did. is I Jerry Seinfeld's did. garage there? They did. 
Remember the uh, one where they just sat in the garage? M- Michelle with Michelle. They were in like a car garage, like a classic car garage. And it was like him and Michelle. That was their first uh, one-on-one okay. date during the dinner. That's but true, I still though. don't why, get it. Why is there so many classic car dates? Or like, yeah, the, and it's like, shouldn't we be reminded of that? Like, it feels like like the Bachelor producers are just really bad at this one location shoot. Like, they're used to doing the most like obvious thing from every place. That's why there's been so many like horribly like insensitive like costumes that the people wear. They're like, oh, we're in Mexico. Put on a sombrero. Like they do that all the time. (laughs) Yeah. It's like because they don't have any like where's the creativity? Like I should know like we should be getting lessons in the cars. Like we should be hearing. These are like easy things to me that they just like keep forgetting to like make a part like I and again, we're we're talking about the hometowns. Like usually, the hometowns is like to me, it's the most entertaining like episode of the show. And this one, really, I think it's the most entertaining. Like I think the dynamic with the families. I think like mm-hmm. you're getting new characters. You're getting to see what supposedly is their homes. You're getting to see like you know people. My you know my favorite part of the hometowns is is Chris. You were kind of touching on it a little bit like with the kids that are getting asked to sign a permission slip, none of these people have that thing, that disease in your head that says, I want to go on a reality TV show. They are pushed into it by someone that they love into mm-hmm. going onto it. So like, I think like, again, like, and this is kind of like blanket of the whole episode. How do they not have the parents and the family on the, these parts of the date with them? Like, like, like I watched Michelle's family playing hoops with Matt and you're like, this is the most entertaining part of the date. I want to see the dad like hurt his hip because he's going too hard (laughs) at Matt in one on one. Like, I want to see that. Like, I want to see Rachel's family as much as we've heard about them and as much as they kind of got like, you know, a little bit stripped down in this in this. You just didn't hear a lot from them. Like we, we kind of were led to believe like. Rachel's parents are here. Like the the producers are playing yeah. off of this a little that bit. Edit the commercials was, like, that was de- that edit definitely happened real recently. I feel yeah. like the, they must have really tightened up that one. Totally, and it's like I want to see Rachel's parents on the skydiving date. Like you know, like I yeah. I, I think and, that would have made so does- this more interesting because we don't even get like here's my hometown. Like I do, like the fun of these episodes, these hometowns is going to like you know, Des Moines, Iowa, and being like, this is where I grew up. Here's the swing set I swung and the par- on, you know? And there's, like, the parade because they're yeah. in town and stuff. I agree. Also, to there's piggyback no on... There's creativity at Nemecola. On the skydiving one, her mom's even like, what do you mean you went skydiving? I would have loved to go skydiving. And Rachel's like, yeah, haha. And she's like, Rachel, I was here. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, w- <laughs> like I could have gone. <laughs> like... Yeah. I could have been there. I was waiting for you all day in the, in this hotel room. I do. No, I miss, agree. I really do miss when they go. Actually, I mean, obviously they can't because of COVID. But like, I miss seeing their actual houses. Because even the old seasons, mm-hmm. they would be like, there was one, and the guy lived in like a studio apartment in the city. That was, that was the like best. Yes. the epitome yeah. of just a shitty like. <laughs> apartment and she was like uh (laughs) you sleep on the couch side note about that i think that is such a like (laughs) i'm getting off on a tangent but i think i would love to see people's apartments before going out with them from now on (laughs) absolutely like give us a video tour of their apartment hey we're gonna do hometowns and part of hometowns is gonna see how they left their apartment before they left like yeah this is like like i just can't believe like i know like a lot of this season has been about you know the extracurricular things of the bachelor that have been you know but like where's the fun on this show we're stuck on nimicolin Let's figure it out. Like, let's learn about the classic cars. Let's see the family do some awkward dates. Like, the only fun date they really had was that one where they dressed up as squirrels and they did a fall relay race. Like, that was, like, the only amount of fun that we really even got to have this season. I don't know. It just – and maybe I'm speaking from the perspective of, like, how I like making fun of the show. Like, I do like making fun of their hometowns. I do like making fun of a dad – that's playing basketball against a young guy. Like I, 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 but I think like 
again with Ray, uh, with Michelle's date where we get in the blooper reel, we get to see them on bikes, and it's like, where was that? You know? Yeah. Right. I agree. And it's rural Pennsylvania in the fall. It's like the best place in the like. Give me a haunted house. Give me, yeah. a, you know, a corn maze. Give me a hayride. But instead, we get the same weird sitting in the middle of classic cars having fake well, food. And then you get to, and then we get to Bree's date where she picks him up in a, a Jeep Wrangler, a oh, bright wait, green Jeep bef- Wrangler. Before we move on to Bree's date, can we talk about Rachel's crash? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we- <laughs> she fell straight first of all i want to say that i was watching obviously with my roommates and we saw her getting strapped into this like kid um mm. and like, i also one- was like wait who is this prepubescent kid that's supposed to be landing the girl from this tv show that was the top guy wouldn't you think hey right? we're, we're gonna be skydiving on national television Maybe you don't put the trainee. Maybe it's the guy that's been there for a while. It, that was crazy because um, she was getting strapped into this guy who was like small, looked really young. Like I would have been like, mm, I don't <laughs> I don't know if this is the, the person I want to be with. And, you know, sure enough, when they landed, you know, Matt landed, they landed just like on their butts. And he was like laying in between the man's legs. Yeah. <laughs> but and then. Rachel comes down with this guy and you saw it happening like you saw it from when they were like, you know, 20, 30 feet up. You're like, oh, this is going to be bad. And she, she crashed coming like, in face hot. first. Well, yeah. I, ne- I never would have thought anything of it. But uh, Dana <laughs> texted me and she's like, oh, her legs are not um, lifted up again uh, enough. She's going to crash land if her legs were a little more uh, like invert. And I was like. What the hell are you talking about? How do you know? So I mean, much Matt about was sitting in like it looked like he was like sitting in a chair when he was landing. So it looked yeah. like his legs are up and he's like this. But I don't know anything about skydiving. Apparently, and- Dana has gone many times and is like very good at it. What? Um, yeah, right. Who knew? But um, yeah, she went hard. And then even I, I don't know. I saw um Nick Vial. Uh, tweeted like a picture of it it was like they got hair and makeup to come before the paramedics because even when she's talking to Matt her hair and and makeup are like flawless so she's like I'm bruised all over my face but it's like flawlessly contoured well they when she first gets up there's grass in her hair and her hair looks like completely like disheveled and then all of a sudden it cuts and her hair has been brushed. Her makeup's been touched up. It was like night and day. It literally was like, you know how um they talk about the continuity. It like just literally it's like she said one thing and all of a sudden she was saying another thing and her hair was completely brushed and straight and the grass is out of it and her makeup was touched up in the scene right before. Um, it was like she was getting up and <laughs> her hair was all over with grass it, in it. it. It felt like when you've like you ever trip on the stairs in public and like the subway stairs and then you like yes. just get up real quick. You're like, I'm fine. I'm fine to strangers. It felt yes. like that was what happened. Like it just felt like she was embarrassed first, worried about her health second. And it's just like, yeah. like oh, they, humiliated. It, it, it was given no like like and she brought it up to her mom later. And you're like, if you're bringing this up to your mom, like. Maybe there should have been more time spent on you. Like, I bet. hey, sit down, chill. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you're right. I bet she really was hurting because, like, that is something I've like knocked the wind out of myself, and I'm like, I'm good, fine. <laughs> just, yeah, you just you know. don't want you just don't want to be embarrassed, so you just like get right up the adrenaline of like, I'm not gonna fuck up this moment. Like, she's on a date with maybe her future husband and on TV. She falls face first from the sky. She's yeah. like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Give me the makeup. Give me the makeup. Give me the makeup. You know, like I, I, I think this is like a little bit like it's a, like I don't see like like to me, like I, everyone was like, oh, wow, her, fa-, you know, her hair is fixed up right away. And I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I think ABC, the bachelor gets more out of her on the ground like a mess than they do yeah. like switching to the next scene i feel like she mm-hmm. was like no 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 get get this all together i can't be seen like that like i would be that way i do that with the yeah. subway yeah. i uh once i had a stand-up show and i was walking on stage and i stepped on a shoelace i guess that was untied and i literally like oh my god face first <laughs> from the last step to the stage onto the stage like 
smashed my face into the stage and I was like I'm totally fine and I got off the stage like I can't breathe <laughs> my like <laughs> bones are broken so Wait, did, you, did you go on say you're like I'm fine I'm fine so dating is weird like did you go I, into, I like, lit- did you acknowledge I, like, it I landed and then I like did like a Farrah Fawcett on the beach pose and was like <laughs> I'm fine and then <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Okay, so let's move on to Bree's date. Um, And like we were talking about before, about how there's not really a lot of creativity. She picks him up in a bright green um, Jeep Wrangler and they go on a picnic. And that, I mean, that was it. That was the extent of their date. There was nothing. And like, you know, her last date with him, he rolled the ATV like at least mention right. that like like at least be like hey matt i'll drive this time like there's a moment for like a cute moment isn't there like it didn't really yeah. feel like they even like like she drove which is fun but like you know hey i won't roll the car don't worry like i don't know she didn't even it didn't even get mentioned it's also safe to assume jeep is a sponsor of the show right oh i mean i'm sure something you know <laughs> yeah but so then uh, they go meet uh, Bree's mom and her best friend and her baby sister. And I couldn't. And at first I thought Bree's mom was uh, the best friend. I was because I know how like how okay. old she is. I was like, holy shit, is this Bree's mom? I was like, they look the exact same. <laughs> the best, the best the friend, best friend who, did look like a lot, a lot like her. Yeah. The, yeah. And her name is also Bree. The best friend. Right. And I was like, these two girls must have been the like the 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 meanest girls in school. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, these are like the two hottest girls in school. Mm -hmm. They probably could have gotten away with whatever they wanted. Um not I mean, obviously I love Brie. I don't think she's a mean girl by any sense of the word. But also I do want to point out that Brie's mom and Matt James are six years apart. It's insane. Like uh, that's she's, why the dynamic the dynamic felt so different because from her at least it felt like I'm not like one of these other moms. I know the real tea and I know like what the real shit is these days. Um I don't she's know. Also, I loved her. She's also in the position of being both the dad and the mom. Like that, they always put the dad in the position of like, so you're dating four women at once. How are you gonna love my daughter at the same? And then right. dads are avoidant. Dads kind of like ask that question, but never get like the next step into it. Of like, hey, so do you even know her middle name or anything? Like, how, what you know? Give me something that you like. Bree's mom. You know, coming from like, you could feel the female perspective. You could feel the woman who's like been through some shit. You you know, she had a kid at a very young age. She has a new baby now. She's like, she's had it. She doesn't need to like sit there and go and and worry about being comfortable. She's like, what the hell's going on here? Let's let's talk about it. Let me, you know, I I definitely got that vibe. Whereas the dads are just so like surface level. Yeah, Yeah. I totally agree. I think like. She's been through uh, a lot that has been a lot harder than being on The Bachelor. So I feel like, yeah, she's definitely... She's also hot. Here's the other thing. I was looking at her and I, you know, Kay, I know you said, like, make Bree's mom The Bachelorette. Like, I am all about that. Like, I don't, I mean, she just had a baby. So I'm, I'm, I mean, for someone who just had a new, who has a newborn, I'm looking at her being like, gorge, bringing it. Like, I was like, I, I was like, really just like, uh, I was like, get rid of Brie. Let's get, you know, Brie's mom involved. Her mom is engaged Let's... though. So, okay. Uh, so, well, we can fix that. I, I, I say make Brie's, <laughs> make Brie's mom the new host. Make her Let's the host. Go. Yeah, there we I go. I mean, she had one of the things that I liked about Brie's mom is that she had, some really great advice. She said, um, another time I got emotional during this show. I don't know what's happening. Um, but she was like, you know, worst case scenario, we're going to mend a broken heart together after this. And I was like, that is such great advice from a mom. It's not like, well, I just don't want to see you get hurt again. But it's like, sure. hey, if it happens, I'm here for you and we can do this together. That, and yeah. That's and what, that's yeah. how you can tell she, the bitch has been through some shit because <laughs> mm-hmm, it's like yeah. that's the same 
I used to when I would manage um at the restaurants and people would be like freaking out over nothing. I'm like, the worst case scenario is someone comes in and kills us today. So like as long as that doesn't happen, <laughs> it's good. all good. Yeah, yeah. And she very much had the energy of like, this is just a show. You've known him for six weeks. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't, it doesn't work, work out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Selling a little or a lot <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business what I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level I know we use Shopify here at Betches and honestly anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Okay, so this is a little bit different. Uh, that The first three dates were very different than what we're about to go on right now with Serena. And so Serena and Matt, they first go on their date and... This date was, I think, kind of cute. You know, they had the all the Canadian food and they did like the quiz about like what certain things are called, the Canadian lingo, all that kind of stuff. I thought that was um, a fun date. And at uh, least it was something. At least it something. had something like, you know, at least there was the reveal of the food. At least there was the, you know, the word thing, the map like it had a little bit of movement. Yeah, it did. And um, but one of the things that I noticed is I was thinking about, you know, their second one on one date when they went and um, did yoga and how she was not. She was like, I'm not really much of a PDA kind of girl and blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't comfortable with that stuff. And then this date, she's like all over him. And I'm thinking, OK, what happened to the I don't like PDA? Well, I think there's a difference between tantric yoga and like being touchy like that but she also says to her friend like he's way more affectionate than i'm used to i've been trying to like meet it so i think she was like trying also she was like in more of her environment um i feel like i don't know i also was just like we get it you're from canada and we're all stuck here in america like <laughs> yeah congrats <laughs> um I, I don't know. I thought the entire date and I've been saying this, I feel like for weeks that like Serena is not into him and oh, I she's feel not like into him at all. This date the whole time. It was like, I'm fine. I'm like, yes, I like him. I, I, I like him. Like it just felt very um, forced. Well, trying I mean, to convince yourself the conversation she had with her sister I mean, that was all you had to hear. She's like, he's good on paper. Yeah. Do you love him? Well, he's right on paper. And it's like, the minute you say that is the minute that you are now calculating, you know, your life. Pros and cons. Not, yeah, the pros and cons. And that's not a, not exactly the most fun way yeah. to get into a relationship. Well, there's a lot of good to him and we could have a good life together. It's like, in the world of 20, maybe in 1952, 
that's something you have to say to yourself when there's like three people on your block that you could date. But in 2021, when you're going to come out of this like a gorgeous young woman with a huge following that you can go meet any guy you'd like, like you don't have to put up with this. No. Yeah. Because <laughs> when she was like, I just don't, I just don't know. I, I, I like you could see in her mother and her friend's eye to be like, you do know, <laughs> like this you is do. knowing. Well, the, the, the be- I thought the most telling thing is when Matt's leaving, there, you can hear it in the background. Uh, Serena's sister looks at uh, him and goes, well, good luck with everything. It's like, <laughs> that is what you say to someone when you're never going to see them again. Well, good Ever. luck with that life of yours that I won't be a part of. Yeah, you know, have a good like, life. <laughs> it's basically. <laughs> and, and her family, Serena's family, like, first of all, her mom and sister, beautiful. Like, I, I thought, yes. like, you know, like bringing it. The, you know, the dad, like midway through, he took off his glasses. You could just looked exhausted, just looked like he was just like, Tired. how am I going to get my daughter out of this thing? You know, <laughs> like, how do I get her over the border again? We got to figure uh-huh. this out. Yeah. I mean, that if I had a kid and they were like, I'm going to go meet someone and get me, I would definitely be the parent that was like, the fuck you're not. <laughs> like, like, you this, sure aren't. do what you need to do. You know, you want to get on here to get your career uh, jump started by all means, but let's not pretend like this man is going to be a member of our family after knowing him for a month. No, I mean, so the one thing that, uh, that I really hated about the whole like Serena and, um, Matt date was that at the end of the, like the first part, the the end of the date, um, after he met her parents and everything, she brings up the fact that, you know, she's kind of questioning things and blah, blah, blah. And Matt's like, you know, that's a conversation we can have. And he was like, but just don't don't think about too far in the future. Think about what's happening right now. And I'm like that. I don't think that's great advice because you're trying to get, you know, find the person you're going to marry. So you kind of have you have to think in the future. And he's like, just think about that stuff right now. And that's something, you know, we can have that conversation. It's like, okay, well, then she's telling you she wants to have this conversation. And she's telling you that she doesn't know. And she's questioning things and she's feeling uncomfortable. And then that's how they leave it where um, she he ends up going home or well, going getting in the car and leaving. See, I'm happy you brought this up, Kay, because I think this is like a really good place for this conversation of like, you know, the experiment with having Matt James as The Bachelor and the experiment being bringing someone as the lead of the show who's never been on the show. Like, they've never mm-hmm. done... They haven't done that in years. And it's like, you kind of have... I, I think this, like, kind of makes a, a... It makes an argument for why you should have someone who's been on the show because you have to have someone who's gotten close enough to maybe getting engaged... They see the finish line and they decide, do I want to get engaged or not for this to live yeah. in any sort of reality? Like this is Matt's first time in his life past four months with a girl. Like, yeah, that's crazy. So, and he's so it's even like, four months in. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like as you're right. I mean, it's like, but let's think of it that way. Let's say he's, let's say this is a year in, in real time, but in bachelor time, it's whatever that, you know what I mean? Like they, they're a year along. He's never been this far romantically with a woman. Let's just put it at that. So mm-hmm. he's now getting a sniff of the finish line, a sniff of engagement. And you can see him backing away from it. That's why, you know, that's why a lot of these guys that go on the show, like, and also you have to play it for like a straight dude going on this show, like 29, uh, you know, is he is he up for this like settling down after this you know think, like and that's exactly um what i was trying to say before about michelle is that yeah. like that's he's not ready at all and when no. he was like if i need to move to minnesota like i would and i'm like the fuck you would not move to minnesota okay? he wouldn't like, even go there on a guy's trip yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saturdays are for the boys. We drove out to St. Paul. Like it, it's just, I, I don't, and that's why I'm like, Michelle seems fun, yes, but also seems way more like ready together for that life to like settle down, and and you know, so this is, this is why like having like, you know, the fact that they don't have older men 
just generally on this show is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and, and like, and, and a lot is made about the women and how they're all young. But like, you look at these women, Michelle's not, you know, Michelle's a young woman. Michelle seems ready for that part of her life. All of them are speaking in more serious terms than him. Like, uh, listen, I, I can speak for myself at 29. I was an immature idiot who I'd be doing the same thing as Matt right now on this show. I'd be going, uh, yo, let's just have fun in this moment, you know? Yeah, like, and it's like, um, well, last time I checked, we're on a show that you have to get married in the end, so um, I don't know that, if that's And it. that's kind of why I'm here. And it's like, you know, th- this guy, it just doesn't seem, you know, I, I think, like, again, like, if the, the men on this show were, like, 40, on second careers or done, you know, established in their careers, you'd be, I think we'd have a different type of show. We would be having a different type of show. Well, let's, um, so let's skip ahead a little bit. So they're getting ready to go to the rose ceremony that night. And Matt decides to, you know, break rule number one, which we talk about every single time. Do not go and see anyone after hours because it always ends in a breakup. And he goes to Serena's room and she immediately like you can tell she's like, fuck, she's like not dressed. She's not ready for any of this. And um, you also like, look just like, like, fuck, I'm annoyed that you're here. You're even general. here. And <laughs> well, so now I have to do this. And now I have to do this. And so she um, ends up because I think maybe in her mind, she was hoping to like, you know, put that out there to him right after he met her parents, like being like, I don't know, like I'm a little questioning in this, hoping maybe he would just send her home. I agree. And with then you. Um, and then now she's like, OK, well, I got to just do it and be done with it because I actually think he might want to keep me around because now he's here yeah. showing up, wanted to talk to me. I felt like and, that after her her second one on one last week, too, was that she yeah. she didn't want to stay. Mm-hmm. And so she uh they have the conversation and she drops she drops the i just don't think you're my person and that that's um, that final one hurts. too that's like a finalized <laughs> statement see i it's so funny that like i i thought about that last night Kay, you're saying like that one hurts he, like he he's i i think a guy hears that and goes all right good to know like i feel like if a guy said that to a woman you're not my person the world would stop the light, you know, like you'd see people like turning like like it would be like one of those smash cuts to everywhere in the world. Like, yeah. they're in China turning they're in you know, yeah, the Middle yeah. East turning <laughs> they're in California turning. Everyone's like, did he say not my person, not my person. And it's like she's but that's right. She I, I, I commend Serena P like for saying that, like that's, yeah. a, that's a breakup. That's an ending. That is an that's a just reason for ending. Yeah, I mean, totally. I've gotten that and it's and it is like you don't you can't go back from that. If somebody oh, doesn't I've think that, that you're the. And, yeah, I'm that's like, the Band-Aid rip. Yeah. And then they need a Band-Aid after they say it to me. But <laughs> <laughs> so the whole so the whole joke was that um, everybody was on Twitter. Man, Twitter was sending me last night, guys. Um, everybody was on Twitter being like that feel when um you were made like you were the contestant on your own show. Like she sent him home. Like he was like, you going to walk me out? Like, well, I, I kind of thought Matt James has been coached up appropriately by Tyler C like Tyler C. If you look at how he exited the show, Tyler C never turned anyone down. He got dumped. He became America's hero. He's the guy that wanted to commit, but never could because the girl that he wanted never went with him. Tyler C. told Matt James, hey, if you get in a position to be dumped, I think you just eat that up. Because he even said it playfully. He's like, do you want to walk me? You know, like, do you want to walk me out? It's like, he knows what he's doing. He's, it, this, yeah. that was the, to me, that was the smartest thing Matt James did was going, you know, playing off like the, you know, you could see him trying to like squeeze out a tear. Like, it just like, it, to me, that was like a guy who like knew like, here's my moment. To see, to show people that hey, me with thirty abs, I can get dumped too, right, ladies? <laughs> and it's I've like, been hurt exactly. as well. Yeah. yeah. Also, speaking of Tyler C, Matt and Tyler C are like in love with each other. They literally, I saw the the post the other day where Matt had like brought Tyler 
a charcuterie board in bed. But like, you know, like when um, <laughs> couples will post a picture like happy birthday to this angel and it's like the girl has just woken up and like still clearly is in bed and had just woken up like that was the picture. And I was like, this is like a Valentine's right. Day post for Tyler and um, Matt James. And it just feels that Matt liked Serena because she was young and because he probably felt like it'll be fun, whatever. It's uh I don't know. <laughs> I I um I was glad I'm glad that Matt ended up getting sent home <laughs> sent home. But I'm glad that she finally ended up breaking up with him and we get to this rose ceremony and um what I want to know is that he clearly wanted to keep her. But what I wanted to know is who he actually wanted to send home. Like why I don't you just gonna keep to you know, why don't you just keep the two like two girls? But I guess it doesn't fit with like the story. So we had to keep all three. But like, I would be pissed if I was one of those girls, if she sent herself home. And then I'm like, oh, so I'm the backup. I think Brie knew that, though, too. Kay, you nailed it. Yeah, that I thought the same exact thing. And it's yeah, like it kind of wouldn't you have to say like, hey, who was fourth before? Like, wouldn't yeah. you want to know? Like, yeah. And, and also, like, it, I mean, this goes back to something I say on You Up all the time where it's like, guys love options. Like, they're like, you got three roses. You can send home one if you'd like. He's like, no, I'm going to I'm going to let everyone come to the fantasy suites. I'm going to take it one more shot. Like, of course, yeah. he didn't send any of them home. Yeah. That's true. I do you, think it was going to be Brie, though. And I think Brie knew that it was going to be her because she was like, yeah, I got a rose, but I'm like a little bit disappointed because it was the last one and it just felt mm-hmm. like because it even felt like he was like, well, Serena's not here, guys. So uh, Brie, I- come on. And I was thinking about if they do write on the roses, I'm like, is Brie looking through? I was like, why is mine whited out underneath? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that that whole scene, it's just like a bad look because how do you get around? Well, I guess all three of you stay. She's gone. Like it, it just feels like a womp womp it type really of does. like and, you know, type of like we all push through like I and I don't know if like it would take I know if I was in the position of the women, I don't know I I don't think I would be strong enough to be like, "Hey, um you're just going to keep us all. Is that what was that the plan? Were we the three before? Like, I think that's a really hard thing to like say. Yeah. And especially when you get down to like, um, you know, the last couple people mm. and uh, it's like, was Serena the one you wanted to choose in the end? And now mm. it's just us. Like, it's like, what if Serena was the one he was like, she's the one that I'm picking in the end and I'm just going to keep whoever I need to as we go. But it she's was, the one I want. It's kind of like, Remember when at the end of Rachel Lindsay's season, um, and like I know her and Brian are still married and whatever, so obviously things have changed since back then, but it really felt like she wanted mm-hmm. Peter mm-hmm. and she was just like, just please say anything that leads me to believe that eventually we'll get married. And he just kept being like, I just don't think I'm ready for marriage. And she's like, oh, but please. Just, right. Yeah. And then everybody like it, was gone. She already sent Eric home. And then um, Peter sent himself home. And then she, all she had was all she had was um, Brian. It like, worked out. But- it worked out. <laughs> but it's like in the way that, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, your father asked me to marry him. And I, you know had nothing else going on so i did and then 30 <laughs> 35 years later yeah like i'm glad i did we're like more you know it can work out but it just at the time did not feel like he would have been the choice had there been other choices all right let's uh let's get into these uh weekly categories let's start off with a would you rather uh chris do you want to kick it off Mine is okay. So put yourself in the shoes of last night's episode. Would you rather be the Matt in the situation, the host who gets broken up with and has to look like he loses power or be the Serena who's been there kind of hoping to go home and then finally having to, uh, um, I think 
uh, speaking from an alpha female perspective, um, <laughs> I would definitely want to be in Serena's situation because like I would want to have the control over all of it. Like I would love the feeling. No, I would. I mean, not love the feeling, but I would rather send somebody home than get sent home myself. But that's I think anyone. Uh, I, I it's so much easier to be dumped than it is to do the dumping. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like Serena like is is trying to let him know hey you know on the tantric yoga uh, goes to the home uh, and then he's like so are you into this and she's like oh he doesn't get it and so now she's gotta she avoided she tried to get dumped many times and then came back and was put in the position of having to do the dumping i don't know i just think like the position you could even see on matt's face like He's kind of like, oh, okay, you know, things are a little bit yeah. easier for me. You know, I don't have to. Not, I'm not the bad guy. I think there's a part of that. Yeah, I agree with Jared. I think I would be more of a Matt in the situation. <laughs> I I hate being that feeling of like I don't want to do this thing and I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but you have um, to. So es- especially when you hear like Michelle's family and Serena P's family be like, "Remember your last relationship." He never yeah. took right. you out on Valentine's Day, and that's haunted you to this day. If that's what happened, but like you know, like I don't want to be that person that you know that a family's talking about you know two years from now. You know, like mm-hmm. so. Okay, so mine is um, okay. So when you say you love someone, this is a very this is a uh, based on this episode. When you, you tell someone you love them and they're not in love with you, but they say they're falling for you. Or when you say you want to be in a relationship, they say they'd like to be exclusive, but not in a relationship. Oh, that's that's hard. I guess I would say the I would rather have tell someone I'm in love with them and they tell me that they're falling for me because that sucks. But to be like, yeah, I want to be exclusive, but I don't want to be in a relationship makes me feel like. So I'm not in a relationship and I'm being an exclusive, but what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think, I think I agree with you, Chris. I think I would rather have somebody at least like saying that they're falling in love with me. Like there's, I know for a fact that there are feelings there than somebody being like, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to like solidify any of this. Um, it just feels more secure, even though it's not. Yeah, it's like I don't want people to know about it, but like you're my secret boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like a prelude to a breakup when you're yeah. an exclusive but not in a relationship. It's like, oh, let me just put you on hold or put the tears on hold. Yes. Um. Okay. So I know. Uh. Uh. Everybody's very excited for um, the Women Tell All next week. But would you rather only be able to watch the Women Tell All or only be able to watch after the final rose? Like you won't know who the actual winner is if you choose Women Tell All. And I say, if you- I say Women Tell All. I would rather see Women Tell All. I can read about after the final rose and still get all the, that information. But reading about the women tell all and seeing it is very different. See, I, I, the only reason I would choose after the final rose instead of the women tell all is because we've seen these women argue already. Like, I know how they argue. I know how Victoria is going to like, just not be reasonable. I know that like that, you know, the one that they called, you know, they, the one that said that she was an escort, what's her name? Oh, um, Brittany. Uh, no, not Brittany. Oh, the, the, Anna. Anna. Brittany. Anna's Anna. gonna. Anna's gonna like fall on the knife. I. I pretty much assume she's gonna say that she's going to counseling or something for bullying. <laughs> like I. I kind of like feel like I can see the beats coming after the final rose. Like I think that kind of sets up next season. Like that sets mm-hmm. us up for like what's the Bachelorette gonna be? What's the you know, yeah. uh, what's the hosting situation going to be? How's Matt James going to respond when he can respond again to go back to what we said in the beginning or what we were talking about? Like, I think his statement then is going to be way more strong than it was a couple days ago. Totally. Um, That's true. Okay. Top choice. 
we all have the same thing, so we don't. Our have top to get girl's Michelle. Too into it, but I think we're all rooting for Michelle at this point. Yes, yeah, definitely. I love Michelle. I hope it's her, but who knows? Um. Okay, food. So we haven't talked about food in a couple of weeks because there hasn't been anything good, but poutine is like my number one favorite thing in the whole world. <laughs> you know, I've only had it like once. I've had it way too many times. It's the it's the best. Isn't it's one of like, the best. Uh, what is it? It's like it's fries gravy. with cheese and gravy. Yeah, that's fire. It's, it's the most <laughs> delicious thing. It, it, it and it, no food makes more sense for its country than poutine. Like yeah. it's cold. <laughs> you've had a bunch of beers. You need something to like solidify in your stomach. It just goes solidify with, in your yeah. stomach. I'm well, sick. It, it It is not the best food for the next day. I watched that because that poutine, the problem I had with that poutine reveal is that is not a food that can be under a yes, silver plate. I thought they, the same thing. <laughs> it was disgusting. They, they like, just had it waiting. Poutine. Exactly. And we're not even Canadian, but I had a lot of Canadians messaging me being like I was, they were saying it was like their blueberry bagel moment with uh you know from the, the from the patch right so like and and i'm i think they're right like if you're gonna make good poutine you have to see the fries come out you have to see the 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 gravy get poured on you have to see the you know the the cheese get crumbled on top and kind of start to melt like we didn't yeah. get any of that it was it was really a disservice to poutine also like i'm from um upstate and we call them disco fries and it's like a diner yeah. thing okay what did you think of the ham you okay so i just wrote down the ham just because i um have never seen anything like that before and i don't know like i forget what they were dipping it in and like what was happening with it but what? i was just um a little i don't I don't know. It was a little, it was crusted in something. It was crusted in something. It wasn't like honey baked ham. It was like, I forget what they called it. Well, it's Canadian bacon is ham. And it's like, the problem with Canadian bacon is like, I don't, you know, I don't need to, I can't be, Canadian bacon is always going to be beaten by regular bacon. Except for on an Egg McMuffin. Okay, that's a different story. But that, but the the idea that you're gonna even like bring up Canadian bacon, just when you bring it up on a Canada date, I'm always reminded of its hotter, older sister, bacon. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't slap the same way. Personally, it means the country to me. Yes. All right. Let's uh, go to the villain of the week, which we all have the same thing uh, for this week too. It's Matt. He's unaware. He's. Um, I don't know. Just he's just feeling very like fuckboyy to me. Yeah, he's not a bad person. It's just no. that he's not. He everyone looks bad when someone's trying to love them and they're not trying to love. That's a bad yeah. look when you when someone's trying to be more serious and trying to like be with you and you're kind of backing away and doing well i could hypothetically fall in love with you in one day if a lawyer agrees to it you just <laughs> look bad there's no way to look good yeah yeah i, I agree. agree okay so the cringe harrison man i had to say matt getting sent home on his own show that was um it was mainly cringy just because he i don't think he was ready for it i don't think he was aware enough to know that it was going to happen, but he handled it well, but I just couldn't get past the fact that he didn't have that conversation um, with her that night at her parents' house and said he was like, let's put it off. And then he ended up getting dumped. I had um, a very similar, just different words, um, was Matt's general lack of self-awareness the whole time. <laughs> because like, even when Serena, uh, he's like, how are you feeling? Whatever. And she was like, I- I'm just feeling like nervous and I'm having doubts. And he was like, don't even worry about it. it. It'll be fine. And then in her interview, she's like, he's just like, it'll be fine. And it's like, don't you understand I'm having doubts? So, um, yeah. Same. Yeah. I, I mean, I've agree. I agree with you both on like, you know, on both of those. I, I also had Rachel's dad sipping his drink from the stirring straw. That was, <laughs> That was a look I never want to see <laughs> ever again. He he picked up his drink with both hands, picked up the stirring straw, 
like a 13-year-old drinking a Shirley Temple and sip through the stirring straw. I've At that moment, if I saw my dad do that, I'd go, turn off the cameras. We got to go. The oh family's been through enough. We have to leave. I can't have this. <laughs> my dad would have done... Yes, exactly that, Jared. Like, even when we were kids, if they brought straws at a restaurant, my dad would be like, do not use straws. Straws are for women. Well, so, no, like, listen, I, I, straws I, listen, are for women. No, I, I have the same thing in my family. My dad, he thought well, he my dad had, had a theory that straws made kids spill because what you do is when you're a young kid, you lean on the straw. So you lean over the drink. And mm. so. My whole family, when we go out, you if, if drinks come with straws, all of us at the same time, without even noticing, take the straw out, plop it on the table. Mine too, because yeah. straws make you gay, clearly. Like, yeah. what well, about, like, I, I used bloody... one one time. One there time, and here we are. And then you were fat Carrie Bradshaw. Just but what about day. like with like Bloody Marys and stuff? Like drinking a Bloody Mary without a straw is barbaric. No, you stir it's it, a, and then you sip no, it. Yeah. Uh, I would do the it, same. You have like a red mustache. I'm sick. Kay, I don't like Bloody right Marys to begin with. Okay, <laughs> you're right. Well, that's probably... I don't really like them either. That's probably why we both don't like them, is that we're just not using the straws. Maybe so that's why really... I'm always like, these are disgusting, because it's yeah. just like pepper and, sick. and celery <laughs> hitting my face. All right. So who's getting your, your guys' rose this week? Um, for me... I don't think any of the girls are getting it. I'm giving my rose to Bree's mom. I love her. I think she's great. She was my favorite part of the show. I said Serena because I think it takes a lot of courage to do what she did. So like in my eyes, I was like, you pulled the plug. That was hard. I, for me, she won the week. Totally agree with both of your picks. In addition, I would add all of the females that came to visit the contestants. They all mm. looked great. All of them look put together. Usually, hometowns, there's one family member that I'm making fun of their looks. <laughs> and I'm like giving a lot of crap to them. And I'm, and I look like mean, you know, mean dude making fun of someone's looks. But I have to say, all the women that came to visit were camera ready, looked camera fantastic ready. in a way that I, I guess, you know, we've all caught up to HD is, is really what's happening. So I was proud of all the, the female members that came to visit family. Cause they all look great and they were fun and they were cool. So. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for uh, next week for the women tell all. So make sure you guys tune in for our episode next week, but until then you guys make sure you're following us on Instagram at the bachelor on Twitter at bachelor pod. I told you guys about the newsletter at the beginning. Um, and you can follow me at K York city on any platform. And you can find me at fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm at Jared Freed. And also, if you guys are having fun with this podcast, make it your Instagram story. Tag us. Let us know. Making it your Instagram story. If you've gotten to this point in the show, we are so appreciative if you make it your Instagram story because that's really a non-invasive way to tell 200 of your friends because just like you know, just like us judging the show, you're all judging your friends. You're judging their Instagram stories. You're looking without telling them. They're going to do the same for you. So make it your Instagram stories. Tag us. I'll send you a heart. I'm sure Kay and Chris will too. Hell yeah. Retweet. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Betches.